Hey everyone, it's Pacific. I got two quick things to talk about before we jump into this week's episode. First, we need your help. If you're a fan of the show and want to help support us, consider filling out a brief, anonymous survey to help advertisers find our show. You can do that by going to survey.libsyn.com scparchive. There'll be a link in the description below. And make sure you go to survey.libsyn.com scparchive. No S at the end. And, second, I want to talk a little bit about our Patreon. We just passed the halfway point to our first goal of hitting 100 patrons. And, once we make that goal, all patrons $5 and above will get a monthly postcard with their donation. If that sounds interesting, or maybe if you just want to hear your name at the beginning of the episode, or you like a bunch of bonus content, consider becoming a patron. You can find us at patreon.com slash scp underscore pod. And now, this week's patrons. A huge thank you to Aaron Hope, Giuseppe Zemba, Chris Snyder, Kyle Von Ed, and Madelise Van Ziel. Warning. The Foundation database is classified. Unauthorized access will result in detainment. Within this archive, you'll find the procedures, descriptions, and accounts of the most notorious anomalies we've encountered to date. Secure. Contain. Protect. Item number. SCP-682. Object Class. Keter. Special Containment Procedures. SCP-682 must be destroyed as soon as possible. At this time, no means available to SCP teams are capable of destroying SCP-682, only able to cause massive physical damage. SCP-682 should be contained within a 5 meter by 5 meter by 5 meter chamber with 25 centimeter reinforced acid-resistant steel plating lining all inside surfaces. The containment chamber should be filled with hydrochloric acid until SCP-682 is submerged and incapacitated. Any attempts of SCP-682 to move, speak, or breach containment should be reacted to quickly and with full force as called for by the circumstances. Personnel are forbidden to speak to SCP-682 for fear of provoking a rage state. All unauthorized personnel attempting to communicate with SCP-682 will be restrained and removed by force. Due to its frequent attempts at containment breach, difficulty of containment and incapacitation, and high threat of Foundation exposure, SCP-682 is to be contained in sight. The Foundation will use the best of its resources to maintain all land within 50 kilometers clear of human development. Description SCP-682 is a large, vaguely reptile-like creature of unknown origin. It appears to be extremely intelligent, and was observed to engage in complex communication with SCP-079 during their limited time of exposure. SCP-682 appears to have a hatred of all life, which has been expressed in several interviews during containment. See Addendum 682-B. SCP-682 has always been observed to have extremely high strength, speed, and reflexes, though exact levels vary with its form. SCP-682's physical body grows and changes very quickly, growing or decreasing in size as it consumes or sheds material. 
SCP-682 gains energy from anything it ingests, organic or inorganic. Digestion seems to be aided by a set of filtering gills inside of SCP-682's nostrils, which are able to remove usable matter from any liquid solution, enabling it to constantly regenerate from the acid it is contained in. SCP-682's regenerative capabilities and resilience are staggering, and SCP-682 has been seen moving and speaking with its body 87% destroyed or rotted. In case of containment breach, SCP-682 is to be tracked and recaptured by all available mobile task forces, and no teams with fewer than seven members are cleared to engage it. To date, dash, dash, attempted breaches have numbered at 17, while successful breaches have numbered at 6. See Addendum 682-D. Addendum 682-B. Portion of recorded transcript of... Now, why did you kill those farmers? If you don't talk now, we will remove you from this attempt and place you back into... Pardon? Speak up. Move the mic closer. That microphone only has so much gain. Move it closer to it. His throat's messed up, man. Look at it. He ain't talking. Addendum 268-E. Termination options. Log of event 682-E18. Dr. B attempts to use SCP-409 on SCP-682. General B General and Dr. B observing. O400. Exposure. SCP-682 began to tear at the point of contact, causing massive trauma to the area. SCP-682 requests several times to know what it has been exposed to. 0800. Crystallization begins, spreading much slower than normal. 1200. SCP-682 shows signs of extreme pain and begins to have seizures. 1300. Crystallization stops at 62% conversion. Crystallized area explodes, causing massive physical trauma to SCP-682. 1400. SCP-682 recovers from exposure despite the loss of limbs and organs. SCP-682 begins regeneration, stating that it will attempt to kill and consume all staff involved in event 682-E18. 682 appears to now be immune to SCP-409. Use of other SCP items to terminate SCP-682 must now be tested on samples of SCP-682 before full-scale testing. In accordance with Dr. recommendations, see document 27B-6. Dr. and Dr. have requested permission to attempt the termination of SCP-682 using SCP-689. 
The request is currently pending approval from the... It has also been suggested by Dr. Gears to use SCP-182 in an attempt to communicate with SCP-682. SCP-182 has expressed reluctance and refuses to enter the containment center of SCP-682, if at all possible. Test log T-98816-OC-1-1. Zero eight slash six eight two cross SCP termination testing for SCP six eight two. Due to the highly aggressive, adaptive, and intelligent nature of SCP six eight two, termination testing has been ordered with clearance from O five command. With major concerns raised about the possible developed immunities due to failure of SCP four zero nine and possible adaptations. All tests must first be carried out on tissue samples taken from SCP-682. This step may be bypassed only by O5 command order. Item 60MT thermonuclear bomb. Tissue test record not available. Termination test record. Testing denied by O5-7. Notes. One would think that putting SCP-682 in the epicenter of an explosion that caused third-degree burns at a distance of 300 kilometers is a good idea. But as long as there are odds of survival, we simply cannot go through with that. Yes, it is a goddamn nuke, but if 682 survives and adapt, we would be boned beyond belief. O5-9. Item. Dr. Clef. Tissue test record. Not available. Termination test record. SCP-682 introduced to testing area. Dr. Clef introduced to testing area. Dr. Clef and SCP-682 stare at each other for approximately three minutes. Dr. Clef slowly backs out of the testing area as SCP-682 continues to stare. Dr. Clef attempts to open the door of the testing area. Door of the testing area determined to be locked. Dr. Clef reportedly uses several loud expletives and then attaches an unknown device to the door, keeping his eyes on SCP-682 the entire time. SCP-682 continues to stare. Dr. Clef detonates a small plastic explosive charge on the door, causing a containment breach. SCP-682 continues to stare. Dr. Clef engages emergency secondary lockdown doors and declares a partial containment situation. SCP-682 does not react. Dr. Clef proceeds to Experiment Observation Center. Two minutes later, SCP-682 somehow kills Dr. Bronner, the project head, by broken neck causing by blunt force trauma against control panel, despite remaining in test area. Notes: This is the official story and we're sticking to it. The alternative, that someone tried to murder Dr. Clef by deliberately putting him in the same room as SCP-682, is completely inconceivable. 057. Item High Altitude Impact. Tissue Test Record. Denied by 05 7. Termination Test Record. Testing Denied by 05 7. Notes Seriously. I mean, seriously. Drop it out of an aircraft and let it fall? Who in the. Item Class. W Cutting laser Tissue test record 
tissue sample was successfully bisected 13 times before adopting a mirrored finish. Termination test record. After multiple attempts, the main body of SCP-682 was successfully bisected in parts that were equal mass at T plus 713 hours. Dead scraps were removed from the room with two halves, subsequently designated SCP-682-A and SCP-682-B, regenerated. After the recovery period, SCP-682-A and B appeared to survey the area and evaluate each other, presumably in anticipation of attack. Service fluctuations indicative of internal modifications were noted, but all external changes occurred and disappeared far too quickly to be adequately described. High energy, bioluminescent organs on the face, spine, and forelimbs were observed as well on both specimens, usually forming, pulsating, and disappearing again over the course of a few seconds. At T plus 3542 hours, SCP-682-NB simultaneously collapsed on the floor and all vital signs ceased, remaining in this state for the following 48 hours. At T plus 84 hours, laser was used again in an attempt to cut SCP-682-A and B into more manageable pieces, leading to minor structural damage to the room as the laser beams reflected off their skin, as both A and B remained mobile despite the increased potential for escape. Two D-Class personnels were released into the room, immediately upon their entry. Technical failure of the observation, equipment, and test chamber breach were detected from the outside, activating safety protocol T98816-OC108-682-N147. Containment was successfully reestablished at the cost of two security personnel, D-Class personnel, and two researchers, including doctors, Dr. and Dr. The majority of the testing area was considerably unsalvageable and demolished for later reconstruction. Experiment supervisor, Dr. was found unconscious and in critical condition outside the observation chamber. See medical logs for 682-91782-8. Medical staff succeeded in sufficiently reviving him to be debriefed by agent whereupon he was harshly reprimanded and Note Only one SCP-682 was found in the lockdown area surrounding the wreckage. Apparently at near full mass rather than the expected 50%, scattered tissue within the facility account for missing mass. Dr. B's testimony indicates that SCP-682-A and B exhibited a high degree of coordination following the security breach, but that once SCP-682-B became heavily damaged by security personnel, is immediately devoured and reabsorbed by 682-A. Total loss of one of the 682 specimens is considered highly improbable, and searches have been called to halt. Agent Note Much of our department would love to know whether SCP-682 retained a single consciousness during the dissection, or whether the two counterparts were actually able to cooperate until the stalemate ended by external forces. For practical purposes, we do not, under any circumstance, advise trying that again. Doctor. SCP-682 was written by Dr. Gears. John Grills was your narrator, and you heard the voice of Graham Rowent as SCP-682. 
Phoebe Joy as Dr. Russell Moore as D-085. Tom Rory Parsons is our composer. My name is Pacific Obadiah. I'm your sound designer and showrunner. And our producer is Tom Owen. This is a bloody disgusting show. For more information, go to bloody-disgusting.com.